0: Look, up in the sky. Is it a bird? A plane? No, it's the News des Nachrichtens with Drew Portnoy and Conrad Werner.
1: Hello, and welcome to News des Nachrichtens with me, Conrad Werner, and over in Portland, Oregon. It's Mister Drew Portnoy. Hey, the sun is shining, Conrad. We've had the wettest
0: winter in like seventy-seven years, and finally, yesterday, the giant fiery orb showed its head.
1: Really? Yeah. You had sun. We have not had sun. We have just had uh, uh, grey weather. It's been slightly lighter grey than normal, but it's still grey. 50, 50, you know, fifty shades of grey. Fifty shades of grey. Yeah, we've had all fifty shades. <laughs> we've got all Fifty Shades of Grey here, no.
0: Right, yeah. so uh, on to the news. What's
1: been going on? <laughs> What's been happening in the news? Yeah. Um. Uh. Well, well, you'll be excited by this as a financial journalist. Uh, the Swiss have been. There's been. A, we've had a spy thriller in uh, in in North Rhine-Westphalia, thanks to the. Swiss Secret Service. Do you know what the Swiss Secret Service is called? The Swiss Secret Service? The NDB.
0: National. Go ahead. Anyway, yeah, the
1: Swiss Secret what's, Service. What is National.
0: Yeah, what's NDB? Nazionale Dienst des Bundes or something?
1: I don't know. <laughs> oh, yes. man. <laughs> <laughs> yes i was hoping you weren't gonna ask
0: me oh well, you acted like you knew it now i'm gonna have to look it up okay so go ahead tell
1: me the story while i'm looking okay the uh the why would why do you think would the swiss people the people of switzerland the government of switzerland why would they spy on um on germany first off i I, I, know.
0: I have to say there there's no more boring sounding spy novel than saying swiss spies in North Rhine-Westphalia, like that, just does not <laughs> sound interesting at all. Uh, and, and secondly, it's pretty easy to guess. I would guess
1: it has to be taxes. You're right there. Well done. But uh, uh, since around 2010, German states, because they administer uh, the taxes, German states have been spending several million euros per CD for uh, bank contain- for CDs containing bank account details of major banks including UBS and Credit Suisse uh, the states say this strategy enables them to recoup millions more in illegally evaded tax revenue
0: this sounds like you're reading your own copy
1: and yeah sorry. <laughs> well, I wanted to give it like a, a summary yeah it's good so they so they they've like so so and whereas Switzerland famous for its banking secrecy uh, obviously does not want this to happen. So the, it, it's, it, the, 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 the interests of uh, Switzerland and Germany are directly opposed. And so the intelligence communities are at war, uh, effectively in an intelligence war uh, over these CDs. And uh, at the moment, it's a bit like the movie uh, The Departed in that uh, the, the Swiss have planted a spy, who we don't know who it is, in the North Rhine-Westphalia tax office, and he is, f- um, so it's a double agent. He's in there trying to rat out whoever
0: is ratting out the tax evasion people.
1: Exactly, yeah. It's like who's the rat? There's a rat on each side.
0: So the Swiss government is once again trying to protect criminals. It's using their own uh, spies in order to try to protect people who are evading taxes. Exactly yeah. Those guys are those guys are a class act. maybe the, maybe the Pope should uh, rethink whether or not he wants to be guarded by the Swiss.
1: Yeah, I mean, we it could, it could bring it up. I'll bring it up next time I... Um, <laughs> next I time we have a, a papal audience? <laughs> yeah, I, I should point out this whole CD thing because it, it is a bit nefarious because, you know, those are, like, they hide a lot of money there. As you probably know as, a, you know, as a financial expert, you probably know that a lot of money gets hidden in Switzerland. And um, so they've been paying a lot of money. And it is, it is stolen information. Do people yeah. still
0: use, I like the, the the term CD seems so outdated these days. Do you think really that the tax information is put on a CD? Don't you think maybe they just Dropbox it to people? Like, you know, like maybe a, a Microsoft OneDrive uh, or a Google Drive just quickly to the German tax authorities?
1: Yeah, I mean, they should probably be, I mean, you'd think they'd have some kind of, they'd be digitally enhanced to the people. I think, I think by now they should just have USB ports in their heads. And they just like you just like you can just stick a USB port in your head, and then you can remember the tax details of forty thousand people. Yeah, and then you go to uh, and you go to you know you know you go to Germany into the capital of North Rhine-Westphalia uh, to their tax office, and then Un- just plug your, your head. First, you and
0: have to uh, first you have to ask all over the office if anybody has the right cable. Hey, does anybody have a charging cable? You have a micro USB cable. We've got this guy here from Switzerland,
1: and then the, then you turn it, and it doesn't. It still won't fit, even in the future. The yeah. the bloody plug won't get, fit. Get it in. Around. It only fits up one way around, and you Some, never get it right the first time. Somebody has to call anyway. their
0: fourteen year old son to come in and hook it up. Hook up the guy.
1: Oh yeah. Uh, anyway, but it is a it is a fascinating story. Do you know what happened? Yeah, I didn't. This, uh, they, this is what I was wondering. They arrested. Yeah, they arrested uh, someone called Daniel Moza. He was a he's a fifty four year old former Zurich police detective and sometime private investigator for a Florida security firm. He was engaged by the NDB in two thousand and twelve. Der Nachrichtendienst des Bundes, Nachrichtendienst yeah. des Bundes. That's what I thought, and um, he. That's funny because the D should be small then, shouldn't it? Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, so they, he they engaged him, but he was working as a private security consultant for major Swiss banks, and he had a an investigation, an ongoing investigation for actually stealing bank details himself. But it turned out that those bank details that he was investigating was actually forged, like fake. He didn't have real bank details. But that investigation is still ongoing in Switzerland, and the oh, yeah. uh, the so that what they think is that it was a to increase his uh, to to make him a potential a better informant, a better potential informant. They kept that um, investigation going in Switzerland to make it more credible so that he would get an access to the tax office. Right. Did you get that? Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. They came they up with fake data. Like, so
0: it looks like yeah, he's really... Fake charges. He's a, he's a mole going into the... But wh- how yeah. stupid is the German government? I guess it looks like he's a guy who might have information. He's an old detective. So they hire him
1: yeah they're saying like oh there's a swiss guy he's 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 under investigation for stealing uh, bank data he knows all about security oh he'd probably be make a good inf- he might make a good potential informant for us we'll let him in and then he's while he's going in he gathers information about how they identify informants you know right. and then he passes that on to the swiss secret service isn't it fascinating didn't it <laughs> Yeah, have I have I, I, I awoken a little flicker of interest in uh, in Drew over I, there?
0: I have to say, in about the last twenty seconds, I've lost all interest. I don't know why. I just suddenly was like, "This is kind of okay." They got him. It's kind of boring. <laughs> oh, Jesus, are you Christ. gonna are you gonna write are you gonna are write? You're not this gonna
1: sp- like the other things I've got lined up. Then
0: are you gonna write, write the spy novel?
1: Well, I think it, I think it's a spy. It's like it's just bloody John Le Carre, isn't it?
0: Jeez, you start reading about
1: John like, shit, this
0: depreciation and loss carryover worry. soon."
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll stop talking about that. All man. right. <laughs> move on to the next thing.
0: I like the fact even before we started the podcast, you were annoyed at me this
1: morning. I don't know what's going on in Berlin. All right. <laughs> what What's the next I'm news? Agitated. What's the next I'm, news I'm item? Agitated. Okay. The next thing is: Have you heard of the Peng Collective, a political artist group? Listen. Here's This is the problem with my
0: news consumption and people have criticized me for this in the past. Like this has been going on for decades. I read headlines all the time and I'm like, oh, that's an article I've got to read after I do whatever the next thing is I need to do. And then I never go back and read the article but act like I know what actually happened because I just read the headline. So I know these guys did a prank. I know there was some prank and it somehow involved Germany, but that's all
1: I know. Yeah. So they launched a website called um, CDU Mit Gefühl so there's a space between Mit and Gefühl, yeah, and they pretended to be a local branch of the CDU, calling on Angela Merkel to ban small arms exports. Ah, uh, it always it always comes back to arms dealing with you. <laughs> Thank you, but um, well, yeah, and, and so a, a, lot, a lot of things come back to the arms dealing, but the point is, but. So they did this prank, they launched a website, an online petition, they had a video of an actor saying saying she was like a, a, a devout Christian, and she said, as a, as a follower of Jesus Christ and as a believer in compassion and charity, as a, an important maxim of life, we must stop exporting small arms, especially small arms, because they are the um biggest killers of anyone in conflict. Like they're the the biggest any of any weapon in conflict, most people die of being shot. So um <laughs> they did that really? prank? Yeah. Really? Did you know that? Yeah, as opposed to like, you know, rockets. Famine. No, that's not in that is not a conflict.
0: Hand to hand combat. Yeah. Knives. Ninja <laughs> yes. throwing stars. Yeah.
1: There's no, no, not in any, like, uh, uh, hand-to-hand diner-related massacres. Poison darts. Poison darts. Yeah, all those are, like, lower down on the top ten. Spears. Number one is, like, (laughs) yeah, stop doing that spears. (laughs) Arrows. Uh, Uh, Sometimes arrows can be used, but they have to have, um, uh, you know, like, grenades on them. Polonium. Or polonium. All right, anyway, so she wants, so the CDU did this, the CDU Mitgefruit website. The New York Times yeah. eventually wrote an article about it. Yeah, well, it was picked up by the, because the, they, they, they only did the prank for about uh, like half a day until then they put out a statement saying it was a prank. But, um, they, the, in that half a day the Associated Press news agency picked up the story and went with it and didn't check, they didn't check because they, they named a town, they said it was called Schwenker in North rhine Westphalia a little town, and they didn't the Associated Press didn't check if that town, whether there really does have a CDU local CDU organisation, which it doesn't and um so they just went with the story, and it was run in the New York Times and the uh, Fox News website, and also Vatican Radio. Interesting, oh, went with it because really? they, which was nice. Your friend, I thought, the Pope. Because, you know, they, the Pope saw it and thought, "Yes, you know, be a Christian, be a real Christian, stop selling arms." Anyway, I thought it was uh, quite good. And, hey, um, I, have a, I have a quick question. Did you ever apply yeah. to AP? Have you ever tried to work for AP? No.
0: Okay. That's it. Why, okay. Have you? Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. I don't have a master's Maybe. degree, so they didn't wipe me. They didn't like me. Well, sorry to hear that. Yeah. I would have taken you. Thanks. Well, you did. You accepted my application to be on this podcast.
1: Yeah, yeah. They passed it on to me from AP. <laughs> and I got it. I got it, yeah. it says, It'll do.
0: The former It'll Berlin Bureau a chief part, of the yeah. AP. Okay. Anyway, so... Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, and then they, uh, they they said it was oh it's just a joke, and uh, but we really do think they should stop selling small arms, especially to because um, it, it happens every like last week it happened again. They keep these videos keep emerging of uh, of, of like German weapons being used to kill people in the Middle East and 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 then the, the German government always like first they deny it, and they say, "Oh, it's not a video of what you think it is and then they go, "Oh yeah, but we did have an end user agreement like three years ago when we sold these machine guns to that militia, they said they promised they would only kill um you know jihadis bad people and is uh, and isla Islamic state people. And and what, what are we supposed to do if you promise that? But the thing is that these weapons, they just go into circulation, don't they? So yeah. They just keep getting used by other different people. Weird so how does, that this, this video emerged of um, these uh, dingo military vehicles that were from old Bundeswehr vehicles being used in an attack on a Yazidi town in northern Iraq by the Peshmerga, who had bought them three years ago. And, yeah, it keep, just keeps happening. And in the same tranche of weapons, they also bought... A load of Heckler and Koch assault rifles, about four thousand of them, and heavy machine guns and everything. So you know, I mean, it's a little, it's it's a little disingenuous. Like if you make guns, they're going to end up
0: using getting killing people somewhere, and ultimately the wrong people. I mean, either they're making guns. What do you want? Like, and Germany's like one of the biggest makers of guns. Like, who else makes guns?
1: Yeah, they got really good ones. We do have really good guns. So, I mean, you know,
0: and if you make a gun, you're going to want it to kill somebody eventually. I mean, that's because that's why you're making it.
1: Yeah, that's what I think, too.
0: You know, like I had airbags. I had a Volvo and I had airbags in the Volvo and I sold the Volvo and I'm sort of I sort of regret not ever seeing the airbags get deployed. It's like the only thing in my car I never got to see getting used.
1: You know, you'd like to you'd like to feel an airbag going off.
0: I just wanted to see all the airbags go off in my Volvo once just to see it
1: all of them but from where would you be standing
0: well that's i didn't think about the logistics of it you know i didn't necessarily want to be in it and i didn't want to be in a car wreck but i just felt like every time i got in the volvo you saw this big sign airbag and i thought what do they look like i paid for this car i want to see everything and i think it's the same thing when you make a gun you make a gun it's there to kill people let's try at least
1: killing one person oh i see yeah yeah you know that's the connection okay good I mean, it is must be possible to set your own airbags off if you really want
0: to. I could, but I didn't want to damage the car, you know. I mean, I was going to have to pay to replace the airbags so it wouldn't have been cheap. But, yeah, you'd think you could there could you could you plug into the USB port of some Swiss detective and he could set off your airbags for you.
1: Yeah, and then retract them again. Yeah, see? Turn them off and retract them again. Um, would you like to hear some more news? Yeah, let's talk about some more news. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh Berlin residents have rejected the Google campus. Uh, oh, did you know about the Google Cam- Do you know about Google campuses? I did not know about Google campuses. There are six of them in the world, and there's going to be probably going to be a seventh one in um, uh, Berlin in Kreuzberg, around the corner from me. Oh God! Uh, what it is? It's a big. It's a big warehouse where local startups get to have free seminars and a lot of they get to use free Google tools and uh, Google computers and they have to then they get to start up their little apps and uh, and start their companies and I'm sure that ha- local residents has nothing Sorry. to do with Google It has nothing to do with Google wanting to get their
0: filthy little claws into early startups in case they're actually successful right it's all very magnanimous and philanthropic
1: yeah I did ask the Google spokesman what they get out of it, out of it, and he said, "Oh yeah, uh, sort of nearby." He was "Like yeah, you know, obviously, uh, uh, it, it, we, there is a, a slight chance that they might start using Google uh, equipment, but uh, that's not why we do it. We it, it helps us as a company to be to create a, a an ecosystem of startups. That's how uh, I explained it. Sure, the, the spokesman of Google Germany told me." But the local people of Kreuzberg are all very much against this, the anti-gentrification campaigners. There are people like the Glorreicher uh, of Glorgauer Straße, Glorgauer Reichenberger Straße, yeah. and um, Bizim Keats. Those they're all like up in arms about it and uh, trying to stop. Because uh, because Go- not only is Google moving into Kreuzberg, but so is Zalando. You know Zalando. Yeah, but they're over in my old neighborhood in Potsdamer Berg anyway. Oh yeah well they're going they're building a new a massive new building, and so these so Kreuzberg is becoming this hotbed of major corporations and uh the likelihood is it' will probably you know drive up rents and uh you know basically replace the whole culture well, I like the- by the time you get back here it, it, when you get back here Kreuzberg will be replaced <laughs> be something
0: else here. It's a bit of Schadenfreude for me because I lived in Prenzlauer Berg for years and everybody in Kreuzberg acted like they were superior to me and made fun of me for living in Spiesig at Prenzlauer Berg. And Kreuzberg has always been on a fast track to become three times as Spiesig as Prenzlauer Berg. It's like, it's going to be yeah. gentrification that happens in Kreuzberg is just breathtaking.
1: Yeah, you're, you're, you're looking forward to it, aren't you? You can't wait. Only because you're people be teased like...
0: me.
1: People made fun of me. I'm a hurt little boy. You're hurt. And they're like, yeah, fuck them, fuck them. Hope you get gentrified <laughs> to within an inch of your lives, you fucking Kreuzberg.
0: Comp. So listen, we're almost out of time. So explain to me, how did they reject it? How did they reject the Google campus?
1: Well, they just, um, they're against it. I mean, well, they didn't actually reject Well, what happened was the local council um, has retracted initial building permission for them to build inside the inside the warehouse they want to build it in an old substation like this uh, electrical substation that, that's like in uh, by the canal it's a really nice building so it's a, a concept yeah, yeah. at the moment and um, they they the local council which is green and they're often very anti-gentrification they have like denied planning permission for like for them to put an extra story on the building and um, have also and also raised doubts about the amount of noise that it might create but it's only initials planning for submission and they could just change the plans a little bit and they probably still will be able to build it but it is like a minor victory for the uh, local campaigns that is the, to the extent That's the but um, Michael Müller the mayor of Berlin he is really excited about the Google campus he, he came to the, um, the event when they announced that they were going to do it and gave a speech and everything and he said today is a good day for Berlin
0: Conrad, I think that's a good, it being a good day is a good place to end on an upbeat tone.
1: Okay. All right, well, it's been, it's, been, it's been very exciting. It's been real. It it's been fun. It's been real. It's been real
0: fun.